My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 210 of The Kate Show. Today, we are going to do an Instagram fact check. Where did those leads actually see you first? Before we get into that, I would like to thank HoneyBook. If you're looking for a professional client workflow that can be automated just as much as your window treatments, you should check out HoneyBook. You can use code SOCIALITE for 50% off your first year. Just go to share.honeybook.com forward slash socialite and use the code socialite at checkout. I've been using HoneyBook and it's amazing because I have the same workflow set up for one of the services that my agency offers and we have to send the same types of emails. And sometimes those emails are sent automatically at certain points in the project and sometimes we have to send them at random times, but we don't want to rewrite them every single time. So the HoneyBook accomplishes all of that because it reminds us, hey, you should probably see if you need to send out this email right now, or hey, we're going to send this out for you because it's part of your workflow. It's just a nice way to maintain quality control in the business, make sure we're communicating with our clients really well. And it's also beautiful. It has a client portal. It makes us feel super professional. It makes everything easy for our clients because when they log in, they can see their invoices, whether things need to be paid or they have been paid. They can see contracts, intake forms, all the things in one place. So you should check out HoneyBook and use the code SOCIALITE to get half off your entire first year. Okay, guys. Does your design firm, organizing business, home staging business seem to get clients from Instagram? Well, we don't see this very often in my agency, nor do my colleagues in the marketing industry, by the way. We do come across the occasional home professional who gets good clients and projects from Instagram. Or rather, they seem to, at first glance. Upon interviewing these designers, and after tracking the path their leads took to initiate contact with them, we're starting to, to discover something that might bring you a sigh of relief, especially if you've been wondering what the heck you're doing wrong if you're getting zero leads from Instagram. Friends, you're not doing anything wrong. Let's dive into what is actually happening here. By the way, this episode is a continuation of one of our popular episodes, number 164, entitled Three Reasons Luxury Designers Don't Get Clients from Instagram. That applies to anyone offering a custom service, not just designers, by the way. And while some of the data in that episode will be repeated here just for proper context, this episode has been updated to reflect 2022 and include additional information. Now, before we get into the actual meat of this episode, I would like to thank one of our other sponsors, Side Door. As an interior designer, you might feel like the only way to make more money in your business is to work more hours, hire more people, and then set up a retail location and basically drive yourself crazy. All this at the expense of your family, your mental health, and your physical well-being. Is it really worth it? Well, no, it's not. Side Door presents you with another option. Sell trade-only products and earn an average commission of 30% on each sale. It is genius. Not only do you have far more income potential than Archaic Affiliate Marketing has to offer, but you also don't have to worry about the headache of inventory or handling orders, shipping returns, or customer support. Just curate a room package, make the sale, and get paid. Side Door does the rest. You can sell each package over and over again, or offer a custom service that allows you to handcraft a package for each client. Either way, Side Door is a smarter way to scale your design firm. To earn money with Side Door, apply to join. Go to www.onsidedoor.com to get started today. All right, guys, let's get into today's episode. 
Instagram fact check. Where did those leads actually see you first? Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. We at The Socialite Agency have worked with enough luxury design firms and other people in the home industry to know that, by and large, the luxury client is not very active on social media. And if they do use social, they rarely like or comment. They're basically silent stalkers. They also don't tend to use social media as a determining factor in who to hire. They're going to hire you based on a referral from someone they trust or from finding you through your SEO. After receiving a referral, they're going to head to your website or Google will send them directly to your site. And then after they work with you, they might follow you on social media to stay in touch, interact with the photos you post from their project, and so on. Now, this lack of social media interaction can really frustrate luxury service providers in the home industry, especially when their colleagues are telling them about all the clients they are getting from social media. So if that frustration describes you and if your colleagues seem to be getting all sorts of great clients and you're not, here are a few reasons why that might be happening for them and why it's not happening for you. Number one, your colleagues might be selling retail products and maybe you don't. Or if you do, they are high-end retail products or designer-only brands. There's a huge difference in price point there and that's why one designer or home stager or organizer might be selling more on social media than the other. Number two, your colleagues might be targeting a younger demographic who by nature of their age usually cannot afford to pay for a luxury service or they're not ready to establish their forever home or their second home or their third home quite yet and therefore they are just selling smaller projects and offering a lesser service for that reason. And really, that's also, that's number three, so I kind of skipped ahead. But then number four, and this is a new reason that we recently discovered, your colleagues might actually, and are often, connecting with or being found by people in other ways first, like word of mouth referral or an event, something like that, after which those people choose to then get on social media, track down the designer, and follow them. This is a prime example of finding your community on Instagram versus building your community on Instagram. Your community is often built elsewhere through referrals, events, past clients, your local community, and that is then reflected on Instagram or other social platforms when those same people track you down and hit follow. There's a massive difference between that and then the one we're told we should all be experiencing You know, the situation where you set up an Instagram profile, you post some photos, and then strangers from the internet end up hiring you. That statistically just isn't happening for the home industry, nor should we set those type of expectations. So the next time someone from Instagram contacts you about a legitimate project, run this little test. Just ask them if they knew about you prior to following you on Instagram. More often than not, the answer will be yes, they did know about you before following you. This means it wasn't your social media presence that drew them in, but rather a third-party source altogether. Instagram was just the communication tool they used, much like someone else might use email or a phone call to contact you. So think about it. If someone calls you to inquire about a project, do you then record that person as a quote-unquote phone lead? Or do you drill deeper and ask them, how did you find me or how did you hear about me, and then record that lead source? 
Obviously, the latter is what you should be doing if you want accurate data. Now, let me be clear. I'm not against anyone getting new clients from Instagram because, let's be real, no one is mad about new clients. But what bothers me deeply as a professional marketer for the home industry is the misinformation that is being pushed. When you hear of colleagues raking in the projects, quote-unquote, from Instagram without hearing the actual full story of those leads, it might make you think you're doing something wrong on Instagram, but let me just tell you, you're not. If you're not getting leads from Instagram, but you have colleagues that claim they are, it isn't that you're making a social media marketing mistake, but it could be likely that your colleagues are not uncovering the actual source of their leads. The point of contact, whether it was through social media or a phone call or an email, doesn't equal point of entry into the sales funnel. You need to know the point of entry to determine where to place your marketing efforts. Where did these people enter your funnel? How did they first find out about you? Find that doorway and widen it. The method they use to contact you, whether an email, a social media, DM, or comment, it, that doesn't really tell you anything. You need to figure out what, where they saw or heard of or met you first. That is the data that matters. But now let's talk a little bit more about people on Instagram and why they tend not to invest in your custom services. Well, here's the reality. Number one, the average engagement on an Instagram business account's post is 0.83%, so well under 1% of your audience. Number two, Instagram helps 80% of its users decide whether to purchase products, not services, and products meaning retail lower end. Third, incidentally, home professionals who have said they do get clients from Instagram have also noted those projects are small, not exactly what they're looking for. This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by Socialite Vault. Did you guys know we give away free marketing templates in the vault? That's right, you don't have to be a member to test drive these templates. Just go to socialitevault.com and click on the freebies tab. These templates are specific to designers, stagers, workrooms, and organizers. They're beautiful and easy to edit in Canva. Go to socialitevault.com to grab your templates now. Number four, if you try Googling the data around how well services are sold on Instagram, that data doesn't even exist, which should tell you something key about where you should and should not expect to gain clients. Now, if your clients are spending $5,000 or less on services, your fees and your products combined, like the combined total is less than five grand with your company, you might be able to find clients on Instagram who can afford you. However, Due to a lack of data surrounding even that low number, I can't make any promises. What I can tell you is that retail products do well on social media if they're priced on the lower end of the spectrum, kind of like Pottery Barn and Restoration Hardware. Why? Well, Instagram user demographics speak for themselves because the two main age groups of people on Instagram are 18 to 24 year olds and then 25 to 29 year olds. And over 70% of all Instagram users are making less than $75,000 annually. And there's nothing wrong with their ages or their income levels, but it would be unrealistic to, for us to expect them to invest a significant amount of money into our services because they just don't have it. Instagram users also have specific interests and reason for using the platform. Instagram users have listed their primary interests as travel, music, and then food and drink. Because Instagram is more catered to that and not so much to interior design, home decor, organizing, or real estate, 
you have yet another statistical reason not to expect quality projects to come from Instagram. Trying to sell your services on a social platform with a user base that is too young or too broke or too uninterested to buy from you, all while that same platform also provides no data around how well it can even sell your services, should make you think twice about spending time and money on the platform itself. So the reality check and the fact check is going to save your business so much money. Think about the biggest purchase you have ever made. Maybe you purchased a home or something. Or think about a purchase that is financially equivalent to how much people will spend with you. How did you make that buying decision? Did a social media post from an unknown company sway you? Or did your friend's raving review of the business or brand win you over? Did you meet the service provider in person? Were you referred to them? Often your clients make big decisions the same way you do. Not flippantly, not based on how many followers the business has, not on how pretty their social media posts are, but on actual five-star reviews, word-of-mouth referrals, and a good old-fashioned Google search. Which is why your SEO matters, by the way. Now, why is this? Well, to put it simply, most people know that social media is not reality. It's easy for any business to look successful and talented in a newsfeed, but it's entirely another thing to hear praise about them from someone you trust, especially if you're going to drop five, six, or even seven figures on a project with them. If your clients are discerning and professional, and if they have dispensable income, they are not going to be nearly as impressed by your social media presence as the DIYer might be. The DIYer isn't going to make an investment with you, therefore they have really no skin in the game. They just like pretty pictures and pretty ideas. A real client might look at your social media as the last step in their research phase, but by then they've already made up their mind to hire you or not hire you anyway. Does this mean you should still have some sort of social presence? Sure, I'm not against it. It's a great way to showcase your portfolio, tag vendors, and be part of a community. But guys, it is time to do away with the belief that you're going to get a stream of clients that find you solely through social media. The data just does not support that claim. And the data is what should be guiding your marketing decisions because those marketing decisions have a direct impact on your bottom line. Rather than throwing money or time at social media, invest in a long-term relationship with a PR firm and partnerships with other businesses who also serve your ideal client and in your own content marketing. Now, if you're not sure how to do these things, you should go listen to episodes 153 and 161 of this podcast. Your marketing should go far beyond social media, which is true whether or not you offer a luxury service, by the way. You should place a higher priority on growing your mailing list than on growing your follower count. You should place a higher priority on increasing your SEO through content marketing than on trying to figure out how to make another Instagram reel. You should place a bigger priority on staying top of mind with past leads and clients because that is the low-hanging fruit in your business and the cost to acquire projects is so tiny compared to trying to hunt down new leads all the time. All of this helps because it ensures you can maintain and increase your circle of referrals and because circles go round and round, so do referrals, and clients not only come back to you, but they start to bring their friends and their family. And that is how a legacy business is built. Now, if you need help with your content marketing, if your SEO is not up to par, if you do not have a sales funnel, then we at the Socialite Agency would love to work with you. You can head over to socialitevault.com to figure out 
which of our packages would be best for you, and I would love to actually speak with you directly on the phone, so you should book a discovery call while you're there. All right, guys, that is what I have for you today. Thank you for sticking around for this Instagram fact check, and tune in next time because I have got more amazing interviews, more exciting topics coming in, and this is just going to be a really good season. All right, guys, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.